0: get real with Lisa Brown podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I have a very special guest in my spotlight seat today. I'm so excited and honored to be in front of Carlos Legaspi. Carlos is an author and you know, you guys, I love my authors. I'm just so fascinated by them putting either experiences or visions that they have to light in a book. And Carlos wrote a book that's coming out, I'm so excited, in May, so you guys are really, this is part of his launch party right here, so I'm so excited to be a part of it. He is right, he wrote a book called Going for Broke, and coming that he uh, was born and raised, he was born in El Paso, Texas, but raised in Mexico for his majority of his life, and even into his adult life, and then coming into the States. He runs one of the biggest uh, financial firms called Insight Securities, he's a broker-dealer-owner, kind of like in the stock space, which I wish we had more time today because I'd really love to dive more into that. My husband's so into the stocks. So we got to even have you come back, Carlos, so we could tap into that. But Carlos had a life experience that you would only probably see in the movies. There's no way that an experience that someone, one person could go through that could turn out to be one of the like large, one of the largest financial fraud, you know, experiences that like literally it was on the news. I mean, this is a major, major case that went down where Carlos was entangled into it, trying to do the right thing. Um, anyway, it ended up kind of creating this whole ordeal for him in his life, financially, mentally, you know, just the challenges that he went through, the experiences that he endured through this I can't even wrap my head. I don't even know Carlos how to explain how massive it was and how he adapted and applied and how he from deflated or defeated came back with intention and clarity and actually inspiration. And this is his whole book is encompassing all these things. And as I heard about Historian's his journey and learned about it, I thought, oh my God, there's so many takeaways in here for people who are in sales, right? Now, don't get me wrong in sales. We don't go through anywhere near what you went through, Carlos, but I'm just happy and honored to have you today come here and speak to my listeners about your transformation into why it inspired you to write a book and made you going to be one of the most, you know, top award-winning authors out there for Latin America and everybody please welcome Carlos Legaspi.
1: No, thank you, Lisa. I appreciate the, uh, the invitation. It's, uh, and and thank you for, for the introduction. It's, um, yeah, I'm still, uh, I still can't believe that I am on the other side of that, (laughs) that, uh, ordeal because it's, um, when I was in the middle of it, I I I just was dealing with what's needed next, and I was not willing to give up. Um, I even dedicate the book to all my employees, my affiliates, my clients, because they were the re- the reason uh, at some times that I I thought that you know why am I doing this and 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 give up and and. Um, that uh, I, All I those would see him.
0: Room for you, you know, yeah. you had 100 employees as you went through this whole case that was. Yeah. I think you were saying it was like upwards of 40 million plus.
1: Yeah. So, so the the total fraud was about 500 million dollars of of, oh. of, of 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 investors that that lost their hard earned money, and and what happened is that obviously there are, um, uh, you know, in order to do. The regular f- investing, there's an infrastructure, and so there's an industry. That's what we do. That's what I do. Uh, provide service to advisors that manage their clients' money, and 99% of them are above board, and they really care for their clients and and um, and manage the, the money adequately. But sometimes there's some uh, some fraudsters that get in into it, and and unfortunately, I ended up. Uh, providing services to these group of, I didn't know there were fraudsters back then. I would have not done it if I would have known, but, you know, that's one of the things, you know, I sell my services. I sell my business. Um, At the time in 2016, Raymond James was withdrawing from Latin America. So that created an opportunity for, for, for other firms that competed with Raymond James to come in and try to catch that business and 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 for better or for worse i was uh, able to sell the goods sell my firm to to this firm the, this group of advisors that other firms were also pursuing and i was just more convincing or more aggressive i got him and and i won and i thought i won at the time but um, i was it came with a with a bomb inside and wow. the, the bomb blew up on me and out of the, the $500 million that got lost, some investors decided to uh, work with their former advisors and say, in order to deflect the responsibility, they say, well, you know, these firms like Carlos's firms carry insurance, I'll help you for you to sue Carlos and his firm, and I'm sure you probably um, get some settlement out of him or his insurance money. So, so it was first of all the shock, and it's so infuriating the injustice of a victim becoming a perpetrator, Mm. and because their advisor, who was a perpetrator, is now the rescuer, and Mm. and I'm not, you know, in this my firm was sizable for me for having built it from scratch we got into 2.5 billion in customer assets but in the overall scheme of wall street is not a small firm we're the oldest latino-owned firm in the country but you know you have monsters that manage trillions you know so um so in that in that world for a firm my size was an existential challenge and and um, that created a whole domino effect and, and uh, tested me in every way uh, possible. And that's
0: what inspired you to write going for broke. What is this whole journey of just, and how it just took you out of your yeah, healthy, it's... good, balanced life into, uh, you know, a tornado, you know what I mean? Like a catastrophe and, you know, is, is that the inspiration behind the book is a bit of that journey
1: yeah it's total it's it's um the the publisher of the book approached me uh in December of 2020 and I was still in the middle of it and so i he
0: saw it on the
1: news he saw it on the news yeah. saw it on the news and and so I started writing the book without knowing whether it was going to have a a happy, happy or a ending. sad ending uh-huh. and <laughs> And uh, and 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 so for me, I was want to write a lot of at the end of the day is that independent from the outcome, there was going to be lessons for me. Yes. And and I wanted to uh, share those lessons Um, because uh, the journey, the journey unto itself of of what I built coming as an immigrant, uh, believing that I could set up my own firm. And in 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 the way to disrupt the way of doing business, I'm 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 yeah. I, I'm a big believer in abundance. I I I thought I want to have a firm that's away from the whole adage of when Wall Street dog eat dog and and backstabbing and 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 that's not me. And and even though I have that horrible ordeal, I, I credit the fact of that culture to our survival because. Uh, more than half of the clients, more than half of the employees and advisors stayed. Yes, we lost a lot. but the ones that stayed, there was a, a trust in spite of all the accusations, you guess yes, I had like like a, a Google accusations that Carlos involved with fraud, it, it was all over the, the, the searches and 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 in spite of all that, they stayed and, 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 and my competitors were scratching their heads and saying, hey, this guy should have been dead long ago and everybody would have left and they're not leaving. And, and, and so I share a lot about that, of, 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 of what, how can I as an entrepreneur be, uh, uh, you know, in integrity with my values. And, and 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 inspire others to you know fulfill whatever they feel that they're calling. And and so I felt that a lot of the 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 clients, a lot of the advisors that stayed, they say, "Hey, I'm 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 sticking with it, Carlos until the end. We don't know what's gonna happen, but he hasn't failed us yet, and." And I never lied to them. I always told them I'm in deep shit. We're in trouble. <laughs> uh, it, it's it, I because feel it's. Like we
0: need to tell people the outcome because they're probably chomping at the bits right
1: now? <laughs> well, it for me, I you know, I, I I couldn't. I I had to always keep it real, yes. and and that honesty and that willingness to be vulnerable as a leader of the organization, and and got the trust, and and the guys were like. You know, how can I help you? Some guys, I said, I'll cut my salary to help you. You know, I really honor that, you know. So that was
0: one of your biggest lessons was Mm -hmm. how, you know, push came to shove, how people showed up for you, but how you showed up for them. And I think that's Mm -hmm. a big part of the story. was like, you didn't know the outcome either, Carlos. You were Mm -hmm. fighting for justice is what it comes down to. And the fact that the inspiration of you staying in the fight came from the your village came from the people around you yeah. mm-hmm. that yeah. weren't giving up on you when you wanted to give up on you right? sometimes like, they're you know,
1: the ones who sometimes they're the ones who helped me and yeah. then also they 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 saw that i was giving it my all you know that yeah. that i i you know i was the first one to get there the last one to leave and and um and so that, that drive, it, so what I was saying and what I was doing was congruent. And, and, and so that I wasn't expecting from them anything different that I was expecting from myself. Mm-hmm. And, and, and also it comes from, you know, for what, for whatever reason, my, my sport of choice is rugby. So I, I cherish a good tackle. I cherish a good battle. And for me, if I learned, uh, early on you know the first thing when i played my first rugby match i got ended up with a bloody nose and 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 my coach said well if you don't want a bloody nose don't play rugby you know so 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 i i I learned to love the contact Mm -hmm. and 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 the the continuous moving forward you know I get hit, I may the ball may be poached away from me, but I can't cry, I can't stop, there's no place like football. I got to get up and do it again because it's continuous play and it's like life. So so when these all these things came at me what I said, "All right, it's uh I may not win, but I'm going to take you down with me or give you a good bloody nose and 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 maybe make your your win feel like defeat because it's going to cost you so much money or I'm going to hit you so hard and and so I wasn't that boxer that's just covering his face I was punching, punching back and and kicking and 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 said so I'm going to go down with the fight and little by little I was able to overcome first the first challenge then the next one then the next one and and suddenly I ended up on the other side of it with a book.
0: And <laughs> so, winning.
1: Yeah. Won so the
0: case. That's so, the part that's like, I'm like, tell them, tell them. Because yeah. that, and that's where this all comes from, is like to be seriously what anyone would consider the end of their road. Everything would be over, employees out, businesses closed, You're closing shop, that this would take over and you'd be outnumbered and it would just not go in your favor you know, and that you'd be telling this book, you know, or or writing almost a different book with a different Mm -hmm. outcome. It's like the fact that there's a win to this, it's such a testament to you and your belief. And I wanna tap into the lessons, the takeaways. That to me is so fascinating. I mean, you said something um, before that said like, how do you sell when you don't even know if you're gonna be in business tomorrow? How do you do that? How do you have the energy and the momentum there are salespeople listening right now and we've got a shift real estate market going on a market that's shifting where live inventory is down and interest rates are high. And they sometimes don't even know where their next deals are going to come from. Yeah. What advice, what takeaways do you have when your mindset's like, I don't even know if I'm going to, you know, be in business tomorrow.
1: So to yeah, well, that was exactly the situation in which I was, it was, and again, is keeping it real, you know, the 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 clients the good clients sense bullshit and and it's okay to say i don't know all i can tell you is this has happened in the past therefore the possibility of this is going to happen in the future and this is the opportunity and this is the risk i see and and the the client values that being really candid and, and I was just thinking of a really big example. I, in the middle of the ordeal, I lost my main supplier. And they terminated their contract with us. Because so, of everything? Yeah, because of everything. They said, hey, Carlos, you have all these accusations of fraud. Even if they're not true, you know, we don't want a reputation soiled by you. And they they bailed. And so suddenly I don't have a... a a a provider uh, that I need to sell. And there was this big group that wanted to come affiliate with us to be able to work with that that provider. I could have said, you know, this guy is going to take about a year to terminate their relationship. I could suck some revenue out of them for a year and then go down with the ship. I couldn't do that. I couldn't be... uh, you know, that deceiving to them. So I said, hey, guys, I lost my contract. And in good conscience, if you really want that provider, you better go with somebody else. Because I, you know, I, I can in good conscience not tell you what's going to happen six, nine, nine months down the line. They first were in shock and said, like, we've never had anybody pass up this business like this. Well, uh, they they go for somebody else. They just signed a contract to come back to us with my new vendor that they didn't know. Uh, because they remember that in the middle of it, I was not, it didn't compromise my values and I, I told it like it is. That.
0: I love that it, so much. Carlos, yeah. I think that's something to take note listeners that, you know, not to compromise your values. That is something that's not tapped into enough, in my opinion, you know, and it's not worth big money or big awards or big this or that. Like it it becomes endless opportunity when you, when you work out of that space and have that mindset. That's so impressive. Yeah.
1: So, so for me, I could have gotten maybe six months worth of business out of them and then it would have lost them forever. Now what right. they signed, you Know, I could have 20 years of business out of them, yes, yeah. And and so, so for me, that's the thing is, I got to believe in what I'm selling, that's right. And and I have to um be honest with the client, and and in that honesty is a full gamble. The whole you know, this is the best thing that could happen, it's the worst thing that could happen. This is my experience, and and and. And, and the client will trust that telling it like it is. You come back.
0: You're right. You talked about when we had our talk together, you talked about a lot about intention yeah. and it's something in the past year, I've gotten louder with, with my clients. It's something that I have realized as I've tapped into my own, it's been opening more doors. There's more clarity there. I make different choices you know talk to me a little bit about your intention because i know yeah. that was something really important to you oh
1: for me it's 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 a compass wow. it's a compass so 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 for me if if i'm not clear where i want to go how am i going to ever get there you know so so for me i decide okay this is what i want and it's not like i want money or i want you know Um, you know, it's, it has to be like bold, you know, for me, my, my intention for my business and for my life is to create, create a world of abundance. You know, that's the, that's, that's the framework. Okay. And then I break it down into smaller intentions that fit in like kind of those, those Russian dolls, um, from what's, what's my intention for, for this year, what's my intention for this month? what's my intention for today? And every morning, this is, this is what i this is what I want to accomplish today. Okay. So I know from when I, when I, before I drink my coffee and all that, I already know where, where I'm pointing the ship for today. And it gives me an, a, a way of evaluating at the end of the day, you know, that I hit the mark, did not hit the mark. And, and things may change and maybe move the way and all of that. But if if I know that that's where I want to go, somehow things correct towards that direction. I
0: love like how you said that because that's what I do in my teaching. So for those of you listening, here's what I would say. You want to write down your clear intention. And then there's subheads under it. There's sub topics yes. under it that are the divine game plan, the formula, the... Yes. If you activate and take action on these items, you're leading yourself to the the intention. And that's the piece I think we get a little mixed up. Like we have this great big vision over here. We want a certain amount of orders. We want to close a certain amount of deals. But if you really but you're not doing what's underneath it to get there. And I think that's a little bit of mm-hmm. what gets lost in translation. And so I like how you really identified the fact that like, in order to get there, you have to work on these various things. And not only is it intention for the year intention for the month, it's intention for the day. I have yes. something called win the day. For those of you who are listening, if you don't have it, please reach out to me because Win the day is everything. And that really yes. starts until ultimately with your intention.
1: Yeah.
0: So you know, um, there are people listening right now because I know through your whole debacle, there were times where you wanted to quit, give up, you know, yeah. aside from your team and aside from the people inspired you, what, what advice do you have for someone right now that feels that they, they want to quit or they just aren't in the right headspace and feeling defeated or deflated? What angle do you advise? Can you advise on mm-hmm. that?
1: First recognize what is it that you're feeling. Okay, being honest with your feelings. If I if I'm feeling sound like me, angry, if I'm feeling sad, and my what, what am I feeling? What is what is my emotional body informing me? In my case, I was damn angry. I was really, really angry at the injustice at what was happening. And that's where i had a choice i could rage which is anger out of control that's not constructive or i could really tap into that anger that indignation and that is incredibly powerful and creative energy Mm -hmm. into my anger
0: Mm -hmm. um
1: some other times is my grief is my sense of loss and i want to um Uh, honor something I lost or recover something I lost and let that be your motivator. Um, Mm. Or sometimes it's just the joy of saying, Hey, I really love doing this. I don't care, you know, kind of fake it until you make it, you know, saying, okay, I normally am very happy when I do this. I may not be very happy right now, but if I do it, I think eventually joy is going to come back if you visualize what it is. So that emotional body is a, and very powerful teacher
0: i love how you tapped into joy and sadness or joy and defeat that you could actually find your strength through either one of those channels like i'm really big into the word joy i've bought like signs Mm -hmm. bracelets Mm -hmm. like things have been posted up in my office like my word of the year is right here carlos feel good that's my yeah. word of the year that's my intention that my choices are going to come from feeling good feeling joyful like i like that because that's really where i've tapped into really um purposefully carlos yes. and i like thank you for the takeaway you just gave me into you can actually tap into the sadness or the defeat or the feeling off emotion yeah into pulling out an outcome to get you where you want to go.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the, the 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 last thing I want to do is say if I'm feeling sad, don't feel sad. No. Allow that sadness to propel you. You know, um, you know, it's it's is that honesty yeah, of what is it that I'm feeling? Let it let it let it flow and funnel it. Mm-hmm. Funnel it for something constructive. So good. And, and 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 all of them do it. And then the other one is is Always do your best, knowing that that best may fluctuate. You know, there may be days that I'm in the zone and I'm killing it. There are days that it's hard to get up. Yeah. So, so if I'm in a day that it's hard to get up, getting up itself is the win. And, wow. and, and so if I do my best all the time, the, uh, The intention will manifest, Mm -hmm. and 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 so I need to be honest. What is it, my? You know, if I'm off, I I was. I love that your story about the bus. You know, I like that that you were. And and and, the struggle bus. (laughs) The struggle bus. because sometimes you're on the bus. Carlos, thank you. Yeah, sometimes you're. Sometimes you're on the bus, but that means that that whatever you do to overcome that that you're going through, that's a win. And, yeah. and 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 do it. The, what's not allowed is to cheat myself. I know that I'm in the zone, and I do things half-ass. You know, uh, you know whatever what, whatever I could accomplish is going to fluctuate, but always strive for it. And and, um, and, and 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 it's like magic. Things happen that are beyond our control that for some reason we get little cookies and little rewards for, for really um, doing our all. And, 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 and that's what happened to me. Um, there were parts in which I would like shake the hat to see if I could pull another rabbit out of the hat. Uh-huh. And, and the the hat was empty. I had pulled all my rabbits uh-huh. and oh my God, I got no more rabbits and suddenly a rabbit fell from the sky. You, you know, know.
0: I, I like that because you're, your whole, do your best. First of all, I just bought that sign yesterday. Get out of my brain, Carlos. I just bought a sign. You guys, that said, do your best. And it's so funny because I haven't hung it up. I'm going to, and I looked, I go, God, I just love that message. And you know, I did a podcast, Carlos called bare ass minimum versus the goal. Because we feel sometimes if we can't hit goal, we're not doing our best. I loved how you said doing your best one morning might be just getting out of bed, might be just brushing your teeth, that like that is doing your best. That would be like the bare ass minimum. Mm -hmm. And then versus the goal, the goal would be like, go to work, make all your calls, see all your clients, do all your things. But maybe you're not there, you know, and the bare minimum is like, get out of bed, you know, you know, brush your teeth, get dressed go back to bed, you know what I mean? Like do your best, but I like how you, in a way, you're tapping on one of my favorite podcasts because it came from experience. The Bare Ass Minimum was inspired by my own falling off, you know, the wagon after being sick and a vacation to like, oh my God, hitting goal. I can't hit goal right now. It's too much for me. And then you beat yourself up. I like how you say, do your best in whatever circumstance you're in. It doesn't make that you failed or you lost or you screwed up. You're just adjusting your sales and giving grace. And mm-hmm. it's it, it, like, I just, I feel like it's a mindset you're really tapping into that people really spend a lot of time beating themselves up.
1: And, and one thing that I do want to warn that's important to pay attention is shame. Because shame is toxic. And, and, and it's easy for me to beat myself up. And that's why I'm saying, if I recognize that I'm doing my best, I keep the shame at bay. Cause shame has no uh, place here. That's, that sucks. The energy, it does. Um, the clients feel it, um, all those things. So uh, that honoring of myself, I did my best today. It, you know, pat myself in the back for doing it. Keeps the shame away.
0: Yeah. I love that. I love that. That can almost be its own podcast talking about shame. I haven't done yeah. one about that because that's kind of, it's interesting to hear that yeah. and a lot of people feel that way too. And it, it, it's a bur. It, it creates like a burden or a challenge yeah. to, to be, to function, to just yeah. do and show up, you know? So I love that you tapped on that. Um, you're still involved in the stock market today, right? Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. I
0: know I've got a lot of listeners, including DJ, the DJ who puts on the music on my, <laughs> he is, loves the stock market. Do you have any tips for people? It's been kind of tumultuous out there, but is there any tips you have when it comes to the stock market?
1: It, yeah it's first of all it's not a game you know be mindful of it it's um the stock market is wondrous i love it i've been doing it for 30 years 30
0: uh, years wow. Thirty years,
1: yeah i got my actually 31 next month's gonna be 31 wow. um so it's so though again you know what's your intention why am i investing you know Am I investing for long-term, for the retirement? You know, I want to buy a house five years from now. Your time horizon is so important because that determines your risk tolerance. And then once you know your risk tolerance, and that's 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 a personal. You know, if, if, if you're going to be buying something, you can't sleep because you're so scared, that's too much risk. You know, it's not wow. worth it. That's a good it's, point. So, so know yourself. So a lot of it is that inner dialogue, and then, and then that's what you convey to your advisor, you know, so that the advisor let them do their job to come and give you a menu, you know, this is the menu you and you elect accordingly to your goals, your values. It's important your values because you know your your um if if you're gonna be investing. It's something that's against your values, and you're being incongruent. Yeah, and, and there's you know there's some short circuit there. So like so 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 be informed, be intentional, be cautious, but uh, be adventurous because it's it's it's, it's it, like I describe it in the book. It's it's a a focal point of life force and uh, of, of of talent and people that come in and it's wondrous treacherous and opportunities there so so yeah ask questions ask questions of your advisor or your resources you know
0: very good thank you for that you know your book's coming out in may how can we get a copy of your book like um how can people check it out and read it's a short read which is really exciting to just kind of see the roller coaster of the journey and then to the victory in the end how can they access your book
1: so, so the book is available both on paperback and Kindle. So um, you could pre-order it now on Amazon, Target, Barnes & Noble, uh, or go to my website, carloslegaspi.com with a Y, Legaspi with a Y, and, a y, and, uh, and you could uh, click on it there. Um, it's uh, the, uh, it, We're in the process of translating it to Spanish. We're hoping later in this year to come out in Spanish as well. Awesome. And uh, yeah. It, it, and maybe Audible,
0: maybe in the future. With it, the yeah, audible. We're
1: working on We're working on that. You know, hey, this is, I've been a stockbroker for 30 years. This is my first book. So you know, <laughs> let me learn the, the ropes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, I close all my podcasts with this and I do it for a reason because we want to really deep, dig deep inside. In life and in business, what do you know for sure?
1: Life is an adventure. Really go for it. Doesn't matter if you win or lose. Just go for it. Do it.
0: I love that. I love that. Thank you so much for your time today. I'm excited to read your book. Congratulations on your first book deal. I'm sorry it came at an expense, but how ironic to go through such hardship and stress and turmoil to come out on the other side with inspiration and guidance and takeaways that can inspire, you know, hundreds and thousands of people around the world, especially, you know, in your Latin community, really tapping into um, sharing, you know, with them your journey and how, how you, your strength and your purpose and your intention really is the ultimate win in this whole entire story. So thank you for bringing it here and sharing with me and my listeners. We appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much. It's been an honor.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Carlos. We'll be in touch. Good luck. Bye.